Mr. Smith. Trent, how are you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you going? Doing good, doing good. How's life over in North America? It's going well, mate. So welcome to the Deep Dive. This is the second USA episode. So at the moment, I am in Sonoma. So a bit of downtime in Sonoma, just got out of San Fran and um, yeah, should have a bit of time to record some podcasts. How are you going? What are you up to? I just finished the gym session, mate, and uh, looking forward to the proceedings tonight, uh, kicking off the final series in Melbourne, Richmond v. The Hawks. Yeah, it's going to be a massive game, hey. I'm going to have to get up for as many of the finals as I can. It's hard because now I've adjusted you know, pretty much to the to the jet lag. So yep. it's gonna be rough getting up to thirty, but I'll um I'll see how I go. But um yeah, look, sorry we haven't been able to do more episodes. I have been really wanting to do more, but it's as hard my wife and I are over here with another couple, so it's sort of hard to um just stop and you know, and, stop and, and do the podcast. So Yeah, and trying to uh, tee up a time that works for both of us. Like I mean it's pretty early in the morning over here, but per, sort of afternoon for you, so it makes it difficult, but at least we're going to get one in before the final start, which is the main thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's exactly it. I mean, the overlap with the time zone is not particularly ideal. And um, generally, when it's like afternoon, you know, we're, we're out about doing stuff. Like, yes, I really wanted to do one when we were in San Fran to kind of give a bit more time for you guys to listen to it before the finals. But like one day we were at Alcatraz. So yesterday we were there and the day before that we were doing the bridge and there's just... It's um when you're over here, you don't want to sit around doing nothing, obviously, as well. So this actually sounds like pretty. It's not, there's not too much delay in this call, whereas the other no, one, this is heaps, this is with, heaps better. Than, this is like uh, just having a conversation over the phone locally. Locally, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean this this house in Sonoma seems to have fairly good internet. The reception here is pretty much non-existent. I can get. I've got. We got an AT and T sim when we got over here, and it's not too bad. Like it's actually it's funny. Like I'm, I'm not going to be complaining about the. Uh, 4g in australia much anymore like it's patchy as in the states even in even in big cities like it really cuts out here and there yeah wow it's it's really surprising like i've been really shocked like even in san fran like there were sections where you just had no reception like it was just insane but that's bizarre but their internet's very good like diego we had really good which is weird because the speed here is definitely worse it's good to get it going. Let's have a let's have a decent conversation. And sorry, guys, that Diego conversation we sort of had to cut a bit short because we, you and I, couldn't hear each other through bits of it, and there was a bit of an echo and delays and all. Sorts yeah, of exactly things. right. And I was talking about stuff hectic, that you so. didn't ask me about. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I said there was one point. I think I said something about virtual or something like that, and then you asked me about it. And it so it was really obvious. You, I, we couldn't hear each other. Clearly, yeah, so. oh. anyway. but I'm hearing you clear as day. So, what are you? So obviously you've kept your finger on the pulse with the AFL a fair bit. I've I've been you know keeping uh, you know sort of look at it as much as I can. Yeah. There's been so much that's happened, obviously with all the best and fairest, and um, yeah, lots, you know the bits and pieces that have happened so yeah, far. Yeah, lots of lots, lots of delistings already with a number of clubs. The rumor mills are uh, in in full swing with all those players uh, that are un, unsigned and unrestricted free agents and free agency and all that type of stuff. There's, there's lots of lots of sideshows going on as well as well as heaps of going like obviously one of the best first round of finals uh, we've seen in a long time. Uh, so everyone's just pumped in Melbourne. I'm assuming all around Australia because uh, we've got interstate clubs playing as well. So yeah, looking forward yeah. to a, a very big first week of finals and a whole whole of September really. I love how the first time it's, it seems insane that. 
Hawthorne and Richmond have never played a final. Like that just seems ridiculous. I, I, I still don't, I know it's true, but it's one of those stats that just doesn't seem right. But it's, I love how it finally happens and I'm on the other side of the earth. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, typical, typical, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a cliche suffering, long time suffering Richmond supporter. Finally, uh, a really mm. big, big game uh, first up when you're doing a podcast and you're on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, not amazing. No. But yeah, look, I've been keeping, look, I've been looking at the news every day. I mean, obviously, there hasn't been any games since then because of the bye yeah. week. But, I mean, I saw a lot. It seems that, I mean, we can run through a bit of it, but I think we'll, you, you and I with the podcast, we've always said that we want to do the games, obviously, over a lot of the drama stuff. And a lot of this is going to, some of it will come to pass and then some of it won't. And we'll do, we said in the last uh, episode that, you know, we are going to do full club reviews and we will, you know, go into all the delistings yeah, after the season. So I think, I think we wait till, because then it means then there's a lot more content after it through the trade period. And then after that, we'll, we'll review every club's, full year and then we can, you know, rather than kind of go into, you know, Gilbert being delisted by St Kilda, for example, now, we can chat about that, um, you know, in the full full season reviews. But I mean, a little bit of news. I mean, it's, look, we spoke a bit about Mitch McGovern um, last week. I mean, did you see, did you see Dalhouse is, um, he's requested a trade to Geelong? Yeah, he's out. Um, yeah, there's lot, lots of stuff going on like that. Apparently, uh, Lockie Neal wants to go to Brisbane. So, yeah, uh, rumours about uh, Chad Wingard going to Essendon or Hawthorne. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting uh, post-finals now uh, with a lot, of, lot yeah. a lot of teams obviously looking at their lists and going, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't get to September, so how are we going to do it next year? Bit of sad news around as well. Varco's sister passing away and, and then also the, the Sloan family having... Um, you know, a really, really horrible situation there as yeah, well. Yeah, really, really upsetting. Puts it, puts it, so you oh, I was going to say, I don't know if you heard the news, but all, all clubs are wearing double double armbands this, this round to um, right, okay. in uh, memory of both of those uh, losses, yeah. No, I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, okay. so yeah, it's been It definitely brings it to ground, home. Yeah, right. It's horrible. I mean, and it's, it's, um, it definitely makes you think, hey, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's just such a, as much as technology and stuff like that's advanced, you know, a child, there's not only so much you can do in this situations like that. And obviously the Varco thing in a game is just, yeah, um, yeah, really, yeah, really it's crazy. Isn't it? But um, yeah, look, let's, let's spend a, a big bulk of time looking at the, at the finals, obviously, you know, not having the um, ability to, to do this together, but I mean, it's, it's a, right now we only know the ins and outs for the first game. But we're going to have a, a, some sort of idea with some of the other games as well. What do you think about the ins and the outs for the first game? So Lambert in, Ellis out, and then Frawley, Sisley, Segler all in, and then Mira, Brand, and then Miles out for the Hawks. What? what do you yeah, think? no real surprises there. Uh, touch and go with whether the Hawks were always going to get, uh, go with their double ruck against Nan Curvis or bringing Daniel Howe. Daniel Howe had a blinder in the... Um, Elimination final picked up twenty eight touches in three quarters, but unlucky. But you know, obviously, with the second chance for both teams, you can kind of roll the dice a little bit in this first final and test some things. And if they come off, and you go straight into a prelim. Awesome. If not, you got a, a, another chance to um, change things up. So I think with Clarko, the the decision with 
to rucks is to make someone like Rance or Astabri um, really accountable with that extra bit of height in the forward line for Hawthorne. And it also allows um, Clarko to be super flexible with Sisley, Gunston and the like going back and forward. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with your, your setup there. I mean, I think with Richmond, Ellis has been a bit up and down. He's had a few personal things going on throughout the year. It's yeah, I won't go into that so much. But I mean, yeah, Lambert. I mean, he's he's got to come back. Yeah, absolutely. Someone's got to yeah. go out, and you're going to play Frawley, and you're obviously going to play Sicily as well. And I, I totally agree with what you're saying with Segler there. So I mean, do you know? I haven't seen the the weather. Is it? I mean, I, my understanding is the game's basically sold out. Is there? Do you know what the weather's going to be like in Melbourne tonight? It's well, it's, it's the weather's warmed up, so it's going to be warm at the very least. So it was twenty degrees yesterday, and it's going to be roughly the same today. We've got had some um, drizzly showers this morning, so whether that means because the showers forecast for tonight, but whether everything's been pushed back because these showers that we've had this morning were meant to come in last night as well. So it could be could be dry weather footy for the first final because. I mean, that long, which is good because the long-term outlook this time last week, it was looking like uh, sort of 15 degrees and showers. So it's definitely looking better for the for the spectacle of the game. Yeah, it's just because it would definitely adjust the way it plays, obviously. I just, I just had a look down while you were talking. The, um, there's 90% chance of rain, but it sounds like it's early to mid-afternoon. So that's good. Hopefully it's dry because I'd, I'd, I'd like to see these teams go, go really head-to-head. I mean, look, obviously, Clarko mind going on during the week as well, from what I can see at, at a distance. But I guess, what, how, how do you see the game playing out? I mean, the Hawks are going to want to jump them pretty quick, but that's one of the hardest things to do in football at the moment is to jump Richmond. And even if you do, you've got to keep the pressure on the entire time. Do you, do you think the Hawks can, can hold the pressure throughout the game? Yeah, I, th- I think they can. And the, and the one thing that neither I haven't really heard a lot about with these two teams, I mean, the big conversation is around the the handball versus the kicking styles of the two teams, Richmond being the handballing side and Hawthorne being able to kick it extremely well. What what it's hard. Like everyone goes, oh Hawthorne need to get the jump. Hawthorne have shown just as much as Richmond and, and Geelong as well that it's if they're within sort of thirty odd points, they're running out games pretty well. I mean Hawthorne have been behind a few times uh, this year against some quality opposition and being able to just get over the top. So, look, I can't see it going more than three goals either way. And it really just depends who uh, executes their game plan the best. I think it's as simple as that. I I think you're going to really see uh, Clarko come out with a a lot of different um, plans uh, to upset that, that rolling sort of team movement that um, Richmond do so well with precision kicking and likewise uh, Richmond will just continue to to do what they do best. I think we'll just see Richmond playing in fourth, fifth and sixth gear uh, for longer throughout the game. Yeah, I mean Strats and Co are going to have to be really on in terms of their intercept marking and positioning in order to really nullify Richmond's flow. 
Yeah, it, it is obviously a massive game, a massive matchup. I, I, I'm going to go with Richmond, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I, as I said in the last episode, I didn't get really much of a chance. I only saw the back end of the game, the Hawthorne Sydney game in uh, the last round. But I mean, Hawthorne are in, are in very good form, and I think they're up for the fight. I think it's going to it's going to clearly be a very very close game, and. Yeah, I mean, even though there's a fair bit of finals experience in, in the Richmond side now, there's obviously a fair bit of it still around at, at the Hawks. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the ticks. What about you? Are you thinking that Hawthorne can upset? Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a few. I think there's going to be three upsets in the first round, to be honest. I think the, yeah, okay. um, I think the old heads uh, for each of the games are going to get the job done. Uh, but I'll talk, well, obviously, we'll go into each game, definitely. But, yeah, I think Hawthorne just in a nail-biter tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look I, I, look, I wouldn't be surprised either way. It's going to be very, very tight. I, yeah, I'll go with the ticks, but yeah, who knows? It, it is such a, such a tight game. So then Melbourne-Geelong. So, obviously, only the, the four games. How do you see this playing out? So, I've seen, you know, a lot of, defensive stuff from, from the Cats camp in the last couple of weeks, you know, really defending their decisions to bring Ablett in and, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of defence around, you know, that this, this midfield being capable of, of, ta- of delivering them either a flag or getting very close to one. Yeah. Interesting, I, it's, isn't it? it's fascinating. It's, it's, it's like they almost knew they were going to be facing Melbourne in an elimination final. Yeah. With that um, defense, I mean, obviously, a defense. They've won by two hundred point games, but it, it came on the back of uh, really good defensive structures, and obviously, just coming up against a couple of very woeful teams, you're able to kick big scores. But look, they are they're primed to um, have a, a big win um, over the D's. I, I think the Cats, and with all that experience, playing some really good football, they're going to be fairly fresh. And yeah, look, it's. Oh, I mean, with this game, obviously, so much on the line. Losers straight out. Uh, winner moves on, and that'll that'll give whichever team wins a lot of momentum for the rest of the final series. And you wouldn't want to meet them in a in a semi, that's for sure. Yeah, it's very hard to get a read on it. I mean, it's Geelong. Geelong have been a funny side this year. They they've been very good at times. They've really beat down on some lowly teams. But I, I'm still not yet totally convinced by them. I, I just don't know whether they've found the right balance of what they need. I think if some of the pieces come in that they're talking about next year, that's going to be really interesting. But right now, I, don't, I just don't know how convinced I am. I mean, obviously, GWS were very undermanned when they played Melbourne last week, and Melbourne really put them away. But I don't know. So you're, you're thinking the Cats can, can get this done? I, I think so. I, Hawkins is... is... In super uh, form at the moment, he could he's and he, he's got the mindset to be able to take the game apart like Franklin often does. I think obviously the, that midfield of uh, Duncan, Selwood, Ablett, uh, Danger, etc. I think they've got a lot to prove I, due to the inclusion of Ablett this year and that expectation. And as you said, they've been up and down. I think they'll want to come out and just prove the doubters wrong. Who knows what a, a new team like Melbourne, who haven't played a lot of finals, reacts yeah. to their first. And it's a big, big final. Like, a lot of pressure around. So, I just think more calm heads at Geelong. 
they'll they'll know what to do in the in the tight uh, clinches throughout the game, and they'll they'll just execute it. They're just that little bit better. Again, it's like the first game. I'm not going to okay. be surprised who wins this. I think it's going to be an absolute cracking game as well. And I'm, I'm yeah. I mean. I'm going to be able to sit down my, my week weekends very free. So I think I'm going to actually see every game live, which is uh, an anomaly. Yeah. I, I wish I could. I'll yeah. try, but it's going to be very, uh, very late. There's, well, this, the, the one, the best one is Sydney GWS, which is about 1130 at night, my time. So that's not too bad. I, I'd, I'd say West coast pies. There's no way. Cause that doesn't start until uh, 10 past. Three. Yeah. That's, you uh, might get get up morning. early and watch the second half or something. The last quarter, yeah, something <laughs> like that. But I'll try to I'll try to do Ticks Hawks. But this game, I mean, it's really interesting. This, this one, I, I don't know if I'll be able to see because it's nearly three o'clock when it's yeah. going to start my time in the morning. But I mean, Melbourne, because of that lack of experience, as we've spoken about all year, and you know, Queen, we tipped them for Queen's birthday. We thought that they would get that done, and we thought that that they would finally take that step. And I mean, they have won some big games this year, but. I'm just not convinced, but it's funny. I'm still not really that convinced on Geelong either. Like it's it's sort of the 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 two teams that I'm not particularly convinced by. Like I think, like I'm I'm fairly convinced that the GWS, for example, will be able to get it done and not necessarily win the game, but I'll, they'll show up and they'll be very very good and they'll be really competitive throughout the game. Whereas these two, I, I'm just not totally convinced. I mean, if imagine if Melbourne win, imagine how much the lid is going to come off. Like that would just be enormous. Oh, that'll that'll be that'll be huge. But um, but but then they then they they'll probably face a, a reality check the, the coming week with the the loser of the Hawthorne Richmond game. I think plays the winner of that game. So, um, very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you though. These even though this is looks to be a cracking game. They're probably the two teams that are hard, the hardest to get a read on coming into the finals and what they're going to bring, whereas we pretty much know what all, all the other teams, all the other six teams are going to bring to the table um, in this first week. So is it, is it sounding like... I saw a bit about this. Is it sounding like Radigalia might... Nah. I reckon that's really uh, very unlikely. He, he played a good game in the VFL, but because the Geelong uh, VFL side were basically horrible. Um, they got they got belted by Casey. I, I think Scotty's unlikely to bring anyone in. Um, it all depend it all depend on where where um, Stanley uh, pulls up from his injury again, which is looking uh, more and more unlikely as the week drags out. Sorry, buddy. I can't hear anything. That's better. You yeah, there, mate? Better. You there? I um, I saw the Melbourne GWS game subsequently. Again, that was a game that was on really late here. But I saw that. I, I was I was really impressed by them. I I don't know. I, I reckon I'm going to go with Melbourne. Yeah. I, I'm going to go the other way. I, I, I just think that they, they, they're going to have to make that step at some point. And I think the Geelong storyline this year is, is going to be... So close, but, but still so but far away. <laughs> yeah, and I think I just feel I just get this feeling that as my, I, I agree with what, a lot of what you're saying, but I think that aging midfield is is going to be problematic. I'm just not that convinced, and I think 
Geelong will come, and I know they, they've beaten them this year, and I know they'll come late, and, and they've done that this year, and they've, they're one of the best, if not the best, fourth-quarter side this year. But I don't know. I, I just think Melbourne are going are gonna to be quality enough to, to get it done. I, I don't know. It's Again, it's it's probably the hardest tip of the round for me, but yeah, I, I'm thinking the Jays. Yeah. So, if yeah, Melbourne's – look, if, if you bring both – both teams bring their best, it's Melbourne. Melbourne's best is better than Geelong's best at the moment. I just look back yeah. a few weeks at some of those crucial moments where Melbourne could have won games and they just didn't have the poise. And that's where my concern is. A bit like with your concern with Geelong, just on the flip side. I just just that poise in, in big moments. I, I think Geelong will bring a whole lot of pressure. But yeah, look, again, not going to be surprised who wins this game. I wonder whether they've learned from it, though. I, I just wonder with the with the week's break, just a, a that's the that adds into. You know, I know it was last year and it's been going for a bit, but it does add another. It's all about how how do the how do the teams come back from the bye week? As yeah, well. exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's it's it adds another whole dynamic to it. As much as it can be frustrating for for fans who you know think, well, I want football. I don't want a week off. And I get that. I, I definitely feel the same at times as well. But it does add an interesting dynamic to it, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And um, if, the, if the recent history is any sign, then Melbourne will win this quite comfortably because Geelong are 1-11 after the bye. That's exactly it. And uh, I, I just don't – I don't know what it is. I just don't have the complete confidence in the Cats. And I've, I've fallen off them a little bit this year. But at the same time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too, too – if this wants to happen, yeah. I mean, you think you think Selwood's going to play back uh, that he's been doing this year? You'd, you'd think that that's going to be, you know, position-wise, something that that they'll do to try and even things out a bit and not be too strong in in one one section. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I just wish if Melbourne had Viney, I mean, I think it'd be a massive, oh, he's um, he's he's not he's ninety percent chance. Ninety percent chance. So you, that's what I was yeah. going to say. I, I have. Yeah. So it sounds it sounds pretty like. Yeah, he's just going to get through um, training today, and if he gets through with no niggles or any issues, he's he's a lock. Yeah, he's been training the house down. Look, it's who knows? It's such a hard call. They're the two teams that you know have won games that they shouldn't have, and won games that they should. And yeah, exactly. A bit frustrating to watch. And then the next one, the Sydney Derby, we obviously got this very recently. How do you see this playing out? So Franklin, you know, there's a little bit of question I saw on his health and how sort of he's going. I heard a lot of people saying that, that the Giants are preparing to be very difficult. How do you see this playing out? Oh, it's so hard to, to pick this game because there's seven or eight Giants that have all sort of put their hand up to be able to make themselves available whether Cameron only makes small changes or does wholesale changes, who knows? Look, uh, recent memory and, and just the ability of Sydney to grind out games in this second part of the year. Again, I'm going with experience and just, just the weight of it. injuries that have um, hit GWS at the wrong time or what's been happening all year. Um, this constant rumour mill around uh, Dylan Shields potentially... Uh, being offloaded to a, a Victorian club or looking to go 
to back to Victoria, I think that may play a bit of an issue too. So if, if Sydney get Parker and Franklin back, um, even though Phil Davis does play well on Franklin, I, I think Sydney have just built that belief and have primed themselves to September this year. September this year. And they'll take advantage of the um, the breaks and the, and the lack of uh, key personnel that the Giants are faced with at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Sydney as well. I, I just think with just worst time. confidence that they're going to have the match fitness to be done. And, yeah, I think Franklin and, and Co have been in, in much better form. I know there's a little bit of question around it, but it sounds like he's going to be better. And it was really interesting watching that Hawthorne game. And I think if, if, if obviously everybody wants a, a bit of a break leading into finals, but Sydney probably really could have used it because they were a bit bashed up. And, yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the Swannies as well. It's a shame that, that, you know, they're not kind of going to be playing each other at full Full health. I think almost the matchup of the round is is in terms of you know specifics is Davis and Franklin. I've I've really enjoyed watching them play throughout the year, and yeah, no, I'm going to go with Sydney as well. I, I just think that they're going to they're going to push enough throughout the finals this year, and yeah, it's as you said with Sydney as well. It's fascinating to see what what happens there. I mean, that's been that rumor's been going on for about a year and a half, nearly two years now, is that he wants wants out and. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it's. There's a lot of noise around it. Yeah, there? lots lots of noise. But it's, 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 it'll just. T- I just want to quickly touch on the Giants. It's interesting though. Yeah, yeah. If Phil Davis, Kelly, and Toby Green sort of didn't get injured or missed games, even for the last three weeks, if they had got some continuity together in that team, I think that's that's all that the Giants need to to upset the Swans. But Toby Green coming in with hardly any games this year. Phil Davis and Kelly, obviously, uh, of of late being in and out with uh, with injuries, I think that's what the issue is, and I think that's where the Swannies can expose them. But um, oh, yeah, but yeah, the the, the Shields are um, rumor mill. It's it's ramping up, and apparently Hawthorne and Essendon, funnily enough, are the two teams that are are up there looking looking for his uh, services and trying to get a trade done. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like. I- it's for me, GWS's injuries haven't been as bad as some teams, but I think they've missed really key cogs at, at really bad yeah. times. I, I think they're one of those teams where it's not like their injury list is so long. It's not exactly short, but at the same time, they've really missed very specific players for specific games at the worst possible time. So, yeah, I, it's not particularly ideal, isn't it? And I mean, you know, Last last few times, I mean, Sydney have actually won the last bit, a uh, few matches against them. I think that's going to help as well. Uh, you just go into a match a little bit more confident. Exactly. Knowing knowing that too. And I, I just think that mental edge coming into the game, knowing that they are a bit wounded, I, I just think makes a bit of a difference as well. I don't I don't see them getting too Sydney getting too cocky about that. I think they'll they'll want to get the um Want to get the job done. I think the Swans have got a bit more to say in season 2018 before. I don't see them winning the flag, but I do see them potentially going a little bit deeper than we thought even a month ago. It's amazing how much this season has um, has gone in so many different directions. But it is a bit of a shame that, that the list is not a bit healthier at GWS and it could be a bit more even. But, yeah, look, I, and what do, you, so what do you think with the next? Huge match-up, again, at these, these finals of... Um, 
dealt some, you know, pretty pretty solid matchups. This is about as interesting as it gets as well. So on the Sunday, West Coast versus the Pies. How do you see this playing now? Uh, half my head just goes, it's over in Subi. West Coast gets Kennedy back. They win it in a canner. But how do you write off Collingwood? They have yeah. just stuck the middle finger up to every doubter this year. Everyone doubts them and they turn around and win games that they shouldn't. And they have just been super consistent this year. They're only second to Richmond as far as consistency goes. I, I don't think they're as good a team on paper as West Coast. And I think West Coast get the job done. But I tell you what, I don't think the Collingwood players, coaches and teams are going to be left wondering if they if they don't get um, the win over there. They'll put everything on the park and... I, de- I definitely won't be surprised if they upset West Coast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get a, I get an upset feeling here as well. I, I actually okay. Reckon, yeah, I, I reckon the Pies are going to win it. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I mean, I, well, it's I do know what it is. Obviously, they've been excellent this year, and they have stood up. I, it's again, it's it's a very very tight list of games, and you know, absolute pretty much everything could go either way, but. I don't know. I, I just feel. I just think that yes, Kennedy's going to come back in, but how how damaging is he going to be? That's the thing. I mean, it was pretty he, damaging at the G when they played each other. He was. I, I don't disagree, but I don't, the big the big look the big concern for me with the Pies though is is their defense. So I think you know they they've been sort of falling away a little bit. Obviously, they've had so many injuries, Sharon Berg and 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 so on and so forth, but. Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I just see something going wrong for the Eagles this year. I mean, you know, no gaff. You know, a lot of lot of things sort of falling away. They, it feels like the narrative is going that direction. Yeah, it's interesting. They haven't. They're a bit a bit like GWS. They haven't got a massive, as in not long long list of injuries. But you look at the players that are on that injury list, and you go, how the hell did they finish second? I mean, they're missing. So much of their firepower, no Nat and Nui, um, Kennedy, Darling, and Lacra have been out for long periods of time. No Gaff, and uh, there was a McKen- no Eric McKenzie all year. They've, they've yeah. had to deal with a lot of adversity. So, yeah, look, it's going to be a very interesting game. I just, yeah, I think the firepower up forward for West Coast will just just push uh, push it too far to that um depleted defence of the Collingwood team. But look, who knows? That Collingwood midfield has been super and they've got a very slight chance of Chalor coming back. Could you yeah, believe it? Yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what I haven't seen, I've obviously been flat out over here, but what do you, I, I saw an article a few days ago that he was a, a, a real chance. Is that sort of in the Viney chance or, or not really? Yeah, not as not as uh, likely as Viney. Obviously, a double hammy, much harder to um, go and play a, a full game of footy. So he's going to have to really train the, the house down today, you would think. But they'll give him every chance. He's uh, in the probably probably be getting the squad, and he'll definitely fly over there just to, obviously, worst-case scenario, play mind tricks. I'd be surprised if they risk him. Um, yeah. Hard, really hard track out there. That'll, that'll put... Um, It'll be a fast game, you would think. So that would really test his hammies. And I don't think that would be worth worth it for the Pies, knowing that if they do happen to lose, they come back to Melbourne. He gets that extra week. 
and go from there. But look, he might play limited game time in the forward line just to uh, tick his legs over. It's been a long, long time for him um, since he since he's played. So yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how Bucks goes about it. I'm gonna look. I'm still gonna go with the coast, but at the same time, this is probably one of the ones that I'm, I'm really thinking that there might be a bit of an upset here, but. Oh, God, it's so hard, isn't it? I, I'm going to go the coast. But, yeah, I mean, this is a very, very, very tough call again as well. I mean, the Pies have been really excellent this year. It's just such a shame that their their defence has been so depleted. And it was a little bit alarming that Fremantle nearly beat them, you know, just, just before the bye. So they're, they're not a great team. So it, it is um, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, very interesting. I'm going with West Coast as well. As I said, the, the star towards the start of um, the podcast. I'm going with the, the older heads. I think the experience of West Coast will um, get the job done. They've obviously been in very good form uh, through most of the year. They're playing at home, massive um, support um, advantage over there. So, yeah, and if it gets if it gets warm over there, um, whether that will affect the, the Pies players, I'm, I think it's meant to be like 23, 24, which yeah. is not much, much warmer than the last few days here in Melbourne, but obviously it's a different type of heat, so they'll have to adjust. That's it. And I, I just think, yeah, I, I mean, if, if Pies had a much better defence on, on, the, on the field, I'd be very, very tempted to tip them. I'm trying to talk myself into it, but no, I don't reckon I'm going to go up the coast. So let, let's do a bit of a recap. So as we said, from the top, the Tigs and the Hawks, you're going the Hawks, I'm going the Tigs? Yeah, Correct. Yeah, and I, I just think, I, don't, I just think that experience on the G just gives them so much confidence. Obviously, they're going to get a lot thrown at them. They're going to get a lot of different game plans. They'll get a lot of different strategies, and it's going to be a really tough game. I think communication is going to have to be really key. You know, especially when you're playing against Clarko. It, it, to me, it's communicating because he can. He and his team, you know, they've got such a, a strong ability to to flip things really quickly. So I I just think if, if they can get that, yeah, if they can get that run going, it's going to make it difficult for the Hawks. But at the same time, I wouldn't, yeah, look, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Hawks win that one. But yeah, Richmond for me, and yeah. then D's D's Cats. You know, we're both. Um, you you reckon cat? We're both going the other way again. So you reckon yeah. Cats? I'm going the D's. Yeah, I reckon Cats there. I just um I just think the that midfield. I think. If Selwood, especially, we've seen it time and time again. He uh, he just wheels his team over the line to to win these types of games. I think he'll do it. He, he or a Mitch Duncan or a Dangerfield, one of these guys, will do it again. I, and I expect Tomahawk to have a fairly significant um, a game as well and kick a bag. Yeah, Viney's a big part of it. I mean, if Viney doesn't play, I, I'd almost go the other way. So I, I think he's he's such a good player. He's so important to their side, and when he does come in, he's he just frees up so many other elements. And yeah, I, I don't know. I'll probably I'll wait on that one a little bit. But at the moment, I'm, I'm, if, if he plays, I'm, I'm thinking the Jeeves. Yeah. they finally take that take that step. And then the Sydney Derby. Yeah, I mean, I just think as, I'd, I'd love GWS to. I actually I, I really like watching GWS. I really like their team. I've enjoyed watching them over the last few years once they really started to get going. And they've gotten so close, haven't they? Two prelims. And their pathway is going to be a bit harder this year. Obviously, coming from a lot lower down the eight. But, yeah, I reckon Sydney for me as well. I agree with what you said. And, you know, Franklin, he basically almost he regularly stands up in big games. I know Davis has got a hold of him a little bit. But, 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, the Swans for me. I just think yep. that, as, as you said, the experience will get it done. Yeah, that'll at the be, SCG, you know, yeah, they'll get it done. That's the thing. At the SCG, it just feels like this year going to go a little bit deeper uh, into the finals. And then the last game, West Coast ties. Yeah, look, I, I, I really want to see the fight, but I just think over there in the heat, it's not like too hot, but as you said, it will make a bit of a difference. And, and you know, it, the feel of it's a bit different over there. They'll be practicing for it. I mean, they're a really professional outfit, the Pies. But oh, I just think the coast, especially with Kennedy coming in, it's going to make a big difference. Yeah, I, I agree. And obviously, um, with the tragic news of the Varco family, whether that plays on, on Trav's mind a little bit, you just don't know. I mean, I'd love the Pies to get up and, and, and win that game and, and force uh, West huge. Coast to... Um, Go, oh shit! I thought we just because there might be a little bit of cockiness and arrogance about West Coast getting the straight finals over there, but um, Pies obviously very classy team, uh, very uh, well drilled, well coached, and as you said, very professional. Yeah, massive game. So obviously four huge games. I'll try to watch as much of it as I can. I think let's definitely try to do uh, a bit of a review on the sort of Monday-ish your time. Uh, and we'll sort of we'll, we'll try to figure something out in the earlier part of the next week before we preview the following because I think it's um yeah I, I'd love to record more obviously the the first bit of the holiday has been pretty hectic but the second bit should be a bit quieter yeah um, so we should be able to do a little bit more but um, yeah look it's massive games uh, obviously and you know I, it's it's a shame to be on the other side of the earth with uh, ninety plus thousand at the G tonight but it, it look I, I'll I'll definitely get up at 20 past two and uh, watch the game because that's going to be... Wow. Uh, that's pretty pretty brutal timing, but that's okay. I'll, I've got to watch it. So. Just say you've done it for many of Federer games. That's it. Yeah, well, that was, that was, that was a shame but with his um, results just gone against the Australian, Millman. But yeah. um, that was pretty wild, especially given that he had set points in the, in the second, the third and the fourth. I, I'm on the other side of the country, but it, I saw that in New York it's been very, very humid, and I think that's played into a few different players. And some of the older players have been struggling. I mean, Rafa, you know, took a long time to beat um, Dominic Team, just gone as well. But yeah, anyway, back to the footy. I yeah, look, massive, massive games. I'd, I'd love the D's to get up. I think that would be huge for football. It'd be really good for. I mean, Geelong over the last, you know couple of decades especially and the D's have been you know pretty much I know they made the grand final in you know 2000 but that's a long time ago now I think it'd be really good for footy if if the D's were to get up but I just don't see it at the no, moment no look well, that's yeah. the thing they haven't made a grand final it's, since it's 2000 so hard, it? most of their playing lists weren't even born yeah and that's the thing I can see them winning this but I, I, I don't see it it's funny like I don't see it like a, a Richmond or Dogs type you know, run. I just don't have the confidence in them. They haven't shown enough in the back end of the home in a way for me to think that. Because that's the thing, the Dogs and Richmond, I know the Dogs played a really good final series, but they were showing a fair bit in the back end of the of the, the home in a way. And Richmond were pretty much after that Fremantle game where they got beaten after the siren in, in 2017 again with uh, Mundy's kick. They did, from there, they really started to steady. And, you know, there was that GWS game as well. Where they, again, pretty much lost after the siren too. But, uh, yeah, they, they played a really good back end. But there's been – I've seen a bit of talk around about are the D's going to pull one of these, you know, rabbit out of the hat type, um, you know, final series. But I, I don't know. I just don't have the confidence in it. I just think there's too much inconsistency with their stars. And a lot of them are still quite young. 
that's the thing. I, I just reckon. I reckon maybe next year's their year. I, I don't know. I, you know, your Petrarchas and people like this, and you know, it, it's. I just feel like some of these guys. I know he was he was good, but against a pretty average GWS because they obviously had so much out. But yeah, it's going to be a fascinating round. I, I look forward to to chatting about it with you in the early part of next week. And um and yeah, it's good that you'll be able to see all the games live. I'll, I'll really try to watch as much as I can. I'll definitely get to see the Richmond Hawks and the Sydney Derby, but I reckon the other two, I'll, I'll have to watch subsequently. I don't reckon I'm going to be able to see them live. Yeah, that's fair enough too. So um, all good, mate. Understandable being over the other side of the world. So enjoy what you can. I'm going to um, I'm going to have to leave because my phone go, is about to die. <laughs> well, that that that's definitely curtains. But appreciate it, mate. Well, let's um, let's chat early next week and um, yeah, enjoy the footy, guys. Thanks so much for listening. There's only going to be one more uh, while I'm in the states in terms of episodes, and then and then we'll be back. Excellent, buddy. Enjoy. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk more about the aftermath of first week of finals early next week. That's it. I'll see you from Vegas. Brilliant. Yeah, mate. Cheers, Take guys. Care. Thanks. <laughs>